0: Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Luke Delaney from News. Hello.
1: Hey Louise, great to be back.
0: Yes, so more excitement happening with the Rugby World Cup. We were watching it at the weekend. I'm sure you were as well.
1: Exactly, yeah. And the weeks, they're fine by now. And I suppose every week that goes on, the hope, the optimism, it grows. So, as again, we have another big week coming up. But yeah, the weekend was absolutely fantastic. Huge win over Scotland. One that was perhaps a little bit unexpected, but the manner of victory, I think a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be a lot more of a closer game, but why we really just came out of the blocks and came out firing.
0: Yeah, and there was a couple of uh, arguments happening on pitch as well, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, you know, t- tensions are high. Yeah. It's going to be one of them things, Scotland, knowing that they're heading out of the Rugby World Cup. Quite a disappointing performance from their point of view as well. And I think maybe the frustrations has got better of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, I don't think Ireland are probably the best team to play against. If you're a bit rowdy on the pitch, we've plenty of people who are able to give it back. You saw Peter <laughs> O'Mahony right in the middle of it the whole time. So yeah. it's certainly something that Ireland don't shy away from. I think it's definitely one of the strengths of the side is they're... How united they are together. If one man goes in, they're, they're all in straight away. Like it obviously started with Jonathan Sexton, and, you know, within a click of a finger, everyone was in mm-hmm. defending him. So I think it is good to see, but, you know, at that elite level of sport, it's always going to happen, and, you know, the stakes are very high.
0: Absolutely. And as you say, nobody wants to go out at that point.
1: Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, coming into this, it was always a group of deaths. One of the three nations were always going to be a bit disappointed, but, you know, we're glad that it wasn't to us and that we really staked our claim as the best in that group. So for Scotland's quite disappointing especially coming in as world number five they have made some good strides under Gregor Townsend but I think the manner in which they went out the manner of defeat that they suffered against us that's going to hurt them and you know it's quite a long period now for them to wait before they can kind of rectify that until next year's Six Nations and you know they're going to have to watch us going to have to watch Scotland, England, Wales a lot of nations they face over recent times you know still be in the tournament so it'll be tough for them
0: Yeah it's going to hurt but for us we move on to next Saturday New Zealand
1: Massive game. Huge. I'm kind of I'm a mix of nervous, excited. I know that we're only still at the start of the week here, but you know, it's it's the stuff that you really want to be waiting for and it's the stuff that you've waited four years for it to come. We know that New Zealand they're going to be absolutely out for blood against us, especially after that season, that series win down in New Zealand last July. Perhaps we embarrassed them a little bit. I think that's what the reaction Mm -hmm. from their media was. You know, New Zealand, like they're not used to to losing on home soil and even waiting to play us. We've really got the better of them in recent times. And as much as we're relishing playing our quarterfinal, I think that they're relishing facing Ireland as well and trying to put things straight. So it's definitely the the clash of the rounds, I think.
0: So obviously we're going in strong. So we do stand a good chance.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we're going in as bookmakers favourites. We're the number one team in the world. We qualified first from our pool. Obviously New Zealand came second to France and theirs. Mm. So we're coming in in a great state, maybe, and looking at teams On paper, we're looking very strong. Obviously, we're not too sure with the injuries yet. We'll come to that later on. But I think we're coming in probably with the best team we've had going into any World Cup quarterfinals. No secret that we've never won a knockout stage game. But when better to do it than against New Zealand? And I suppose if you are going to go all the way and you are going to win a World Cup, you're going to have to beat the best of the best.
0: Absolutely. And as you mentioned there, a couple of injuries. We've got a couple of of injuries at the weekend.
1: Yeah we did and you know it wouldn't be Ireland if we didn't we were kind of we were only speaking in the past couple of weeks about how lucky we've actually yes. been with injuries with coming out of the South Africa game unscathed but obviously they're starting to take a little bit of a toll now we saw James Lowe go off with a, a bit of a nasty eye poke Mack Hansen seemed to have a bit of a calf injury James Ryan at full time picked up saying that he thought that he broke his wrist as well mm. but uh, thankfully the Ireland team manager McCarney came out today and he issued quite a, a positive injury update so mm-hmm. it looks like James Lowe, Mack Hanson, they're by no means ruled out. There's going to be no one called into the squad. There's a little bit of talk about whether Jacob Stockdale needs to be called up because we are quite light on wingers. Keith Earls and Robbie Henshaw both missed out on the Scotland game through injury, but they've been confirmed that they're fit for this weekend's games. Then, like I was saying, we're waiting on Hanson and Lowe, and James Ryan went to see a specialist today in regards to that hand or wrist injury. So it is looking okay. No one's been ruled out just yet. So Fingers crossed that we could still be going in with a with a fully fit squad on Saturday.
0: And as you said earlier on, it is early in the week. Like we have a couple of more days to go. What do we know at this moment what's gonna happen throughout the week?
1: Well, throughout the week, we have just actually found out that Ireland's team announcement, we've normally been doing it at 12 o'clock or around that on a, on a Thursday. It's been brought forward to Wednesday at noon. Okay. So we don't have that long to wait to see who's going to be available for us. Uh, I'm not sure what the thinking in bring into this forward. I know Ireland do have a rest day on Thursday instead. We also don't have any travel from our base to, let's say, the city we're playing in this time around. So everything's progressing quickly. And I just know that this week's going to absolutely fly in. So Wednesday, we'll know the team. And then from Wednesday to Saturday, it'll be real nail-biting stuff. Just just waiting for that eight o'clock kickoff.
0: Yeah, eight o'clock on Saturday. Everybody will be watching it. Obviously, at this point, we have done quite well. We haven't jinxed anybody. (laughs) But but what, what happens this weekend either way?
1: Well, this is all or nothing. If Ireland okay. lose, this is this is over. It could be one of our last no. chats, Louise. Um, but let hopefully not. But you know, it's one of us. Either us or New Zealand, we're going to be heading out in the last eight of the quarterfinals, and then also in the other rounds, South Africa are playing France. So one of them are also going to be out. And then you've the likes of Wales, uh, you've got uh, Fiji, Australia, England as well. So they're going to be four teams knocked out of this, and then you know the, the World Cup semi-finals. They're just around the corner. But there's some absolutely massive games in this weekend and, you know, it's re- it's really progressing quickly.
0: Is there any other ones you're going to be keeping your eye on?
1: It'll definitely be that South Africa-France game. I think I was mentioning it in the past weeks about how perhaps lopsided the lob side of the draws that, you know, in my opinion, the four best teams in the world are all coming up against each other in this quarterfinal stage. So we're going to lose two of the best four sides in the world so early on. Some could say it's a bit premature for that. But at the end of the day, the teams are going to have to come through. You know, maybe in, in other years, we could have had a more favorable draw. If you look at the other side, the likes of Fiji, the likes of Argentina, Wales, England, they're all teams that you'd expect strong for to beat Mm -hmm. so it's going to be an absolutely massive weekend of results as well and I think even for them sides on the other side of the draw who are perhaps a little bit lower ranked and not in the best of form it'll be a huge boost for them like the fact that the two of them are going to come out England have been under a lot of pressure recently about them being perhaps the, the worst English side in recent times but, you know, they're just one game away from, from the final four of a World Cup as well. So confidence levels be high there and you know what that does to a team it's absolutely massive, especially heading into the final stages of a major tournament.
0: Absolutely. So there's gonna be lots of excitement there heading up to Saturday at eight PM. We're up against New Zealand.
1: Exactly. Yes. Everyone, they got to get in front of the TV screens. I think there are two million people watching, mm-hmm. around that or so. So I think everyone, they are out and supporting. You see green jerseys everywhere. Pubs are absolutely packed, and no doubt will be the same again this Saturday.
0: I was going to ask you for a score, but I don't think I'll do that. Let's just hope we're talking I, next week. <laughs> I,
1: I think I, I think we'll be looking at maybe a. a, a probably five to seven points max.
0: Okay. Either
1: way, it'll be a very tight game. I know a lot of people talk the same Scotland game, but I reckon it's going to be very similar to that South Africa game, the 13-8. Yeah. There's not going to be more really than than a try in it either way. So if we can keep some of their big hitters away from, from scoring, scored likes of Richie Monga, Bowden Barrett, Will Jordan, Ardie Savella, like they're a world-class team all around. But I think the, the match is really going to come down to who can put their foot down and play their game. If they give in to the way we play, If we're good at the breakdown, good at set pieces, I think we'll come out with victory. But if we give in to the way that they play and they start to dictate the game early on, it it can be tough to to catch up with them. So that's what I think is going to happen.
0: We're going to have to wait and see.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yes, fingers crossed. And I'm telling you, there'll be no nails left by the end of the week.
0: (laughs) Zero, none. Luke Delaney from News, thank you so much for chatting to us. Brilliant, Louise. Thanks, Mel.